got a nice little set plan in the background. Miss Monique, special birthday podcast. Techno Progressive House DJ. So enjoy the background noise or sounds. I was just thinking about how amazing it is with uh, technology now that we can. Like I can set this up in my in a farm shed in the middle of a paddock <laughs> and have all the technology to be able to stream to the world. Like, and it's such, yeah, it's all such compact stuff. It's pretty amazing, like especially with the Starlink now. That's a tiny little dish. And that they give you unlimited data, right? So you can just, and it's like full speed. So you've got, you can stream live from anywhere now. Super, super amazing technology. And then, uh, and then we've got this Zoom 8, which allows you to, we've got like, like eight inputs for sound. So you can set mics up in different spots, have lots of people on your podcast. Super, super amazing technology, and it's getting like this is old technology now. I love music. More music, please, in the world. I mean, just look at the technology of being able to play any music we want at the drop of a couple of types on the keyboard. And you can get any genre of music. Pretty amazing times. And I'm streaming this off the Starlink. It's coming into the Wi-Fi that just makes things easy. And then I can record a podcast and edit it and turn it into a video and then it's off into outer space again. We're really living in such amazing times for these these technologies that we can use and we can still like live in beautiful, beautiful places and still connect to the world. Yeah, it's... Uh, truly an amazing time to be able to communicate with the world uh, and still be in your own home you, know, you don't have to move out of the home and I think that helps because like what I'm finding at the moment is just I'm just in my own little world and being able to come and do a podcast or um, on TikTok and just learning and I'm researching and learning and just always learning something and uh, to have that space away from the world there's no other influence apart from what I'm researching and then it allows me to then drop into what I want to talk about because it's for me talking about societies and building new worlds and looking at the past you know that it's sort of confronting because I know people are going to see it as uh, an attack on their truths what they know and I'm just simply saying well this is what I see uh, this is my interpretation but I feel like I need to share that 
um, but I know that it can bring up, like, yeah, piss people off. And that's, a, I don't want to do that. I just want to make this place better. Yeah, I just want to be able to live in harmony, celebrate humans. You know, that's, that's how we are meant to be. And that kingdom on heaven, a kingdom on earth, you know, it's not somewhere else. Like, it's here. That's what all everyone was talking about, the ancients. It was about living now and creating heaven. And they did it in the past. With less technology, but maybe life was simpler. So they were able to create these civilizations that were wonderful. But we know it's possible. Hopefully YouTube don't get me for this. I wonder if they will. I guess we'll have to find out. I don't think Spotify will get us. Who knows? Let's find out. But I kind of like having that background noise. I hope you all do too. Yeah, so speaking my truth has taken courage for me. And uh, so yeah, having the space now to be able to do that in the middle of the countryside. My sheep and my cows. Well, we don't have cows, sorry, cats. Our cats. So that's uh, been amazing. Amazing. And the the property itself's for sale and, you know, coming to a, a possible end of a chapter. I'm still, still seeking those, like, people with the same dreams that want to build these sustainable villages. Because, like, the space that I have here and some surrounding properties would make the most amazing place to create that uh, yeah so that's one location that I think would be the perfect place to start which is in this space around here and it's the one of the most beautiful places on earth and it's very pristine few people good weather magical nature by the ocean has a unique little climate where it d we don't get frosts just in this area um, massive big carry forest just nearby that's between us and the ocean yeah and we have this property 37 acres at the moment that is um, on its perfect it's a perfect sanctuary it's a place where you know it's on top of a little hill and you can overlook overlooks the ridge and the ridge which is between us and the ocean so there's this big wall there and uh it's all forested yeah it's it's magical so you can see that from the property 
and then we're also surrounded by other properties we don't have any road access like to get into the property is like a little cul-de-sac and a front gate and then it sort of runs down like a battle axe and then opens up so it's like God designed it beautifully in the perfect location so yeah that's the that's my always been the dream is to build build a, a sustainable community a village obviously it keeps getting bigger and bigger the dream of the possibilities but yeah I always found that felt that this place just these there's three properties the that one property is already scheduled for a development so it has like approvals for 45 housing lots so it's already approved as a, a development it's just the design hasn't been approved yet so we can get control of it and build this wonderful sustainable village uh, it's next to a primary school already the town hall is just next door to the property it's a beautiful little creek runs through or a little swampy swampy tiny little creek but goes into this big dam yeah so simply a magical place it's the perfect place actually to build a little community already scheduled as a development like this is the old township of Carrydale that burnt down they moved it to like the crossroads <laughs> of the two highways uh, so yeah big potential and this is the time that we need to uh, we need to start coming together in communities again but as I say they need to be the they need to be the right type of communities and that's what people are afraid of people are afraid of the gate signing up their whole life to a community and it for all falling apart of course everyone's going to be a little bit anxious about that you know right of course you're going to be anxious about it because you hear so many horror stories of people in communities oh, turned into a cult or someone run off with all the money <laughs> um, they had internal bickering like you're trapped in this place and if it doesn't go good then and pretty much what we are like community living is I don't know of any successful communities <laughs> do you know of any the only one I know of is was the Osho uh, community in let me just try this for a second oh, silence. all right I'll try talking see I'm, I actually prefer a little background noise let's see all right yeah so yeah I don't know of the only community I know of that was successful for a while, for the time being, was the Osho community, which was like a in Pune in the 70s. And I've seen some footage. I wasn't there, and but I and you you can see from the people talking about the time that it was really a special time where we all come together in humanity again, and there was mm, like just a lot of love created. Uh, and so he 
but it was from a spiritual perspective so they had the guru there this thing you don't have to have a guru you can have spiritual people who are aligned in the right way and towards light it doesn't have to be a guru you have many people that are there adding that spiritual component which I think is a major part of making a community survive no wonder that you know there's a church in every community because at one time people truly believed in uh, God however you want to explain it even the pagans believe in God they know there's a creator and so there was a really big belief in religion in the past and there were churches and there were the gathering places and it was where people got to you know I think the idea it was good it was good to go to church people enjoyed it they look forward to going to church because they're celebrating the Lord alright so we've just changed our perspective changed but yeah religion or just celebration of nature has been part of every community that's what I it has to you've got to have that spiritual evolution and growth and you've got to have understand the purpose of the world and when you have that understanding then you can manage the world so much better you know you you understand the nature of the existence and that understanding allows you to walk through the world uh, seeing beauty rather than seeing all the all the atrocities of the world that may exist you know it's like you can see and understand how things are and that all comes from a spiritual growth love this Miss Monique she plays some great great tunes there's some beautiful music coming out in all these different genres such great technology to create this music now rocking it now you've got amazing sp bluetooth speakers that are just what can you do with Bluetooth speakers if you had like four speakers and you just put them anywhere and you dance in between? Maybe you have eight, twelve, <laughs> and just all link them together. Wow.
Alright, amazing. Better turn it down now, YouTube might get us. Not sure. <laughs> ah, yeah. I was thinking that, <laughs> that could be a, like a TikTok thing, is just dancing to music. I know that's an old way, but you're actually sitting at your desk. <laughs> that's how TikTok was invented, dancing to music. But what I mean is like, sitting at your desk and dancing <laughs> to music could be a new new uh new thing so i just started it that's the uh started from the podcast started my dancing meditating to music while podcasting just thinking what what should I speak about next and uh, I got there's a few topics but I'm like well you can't speak about that it's like my my uh, I'm gonna do a TikTok video today on asking about what are the requirements for like Jesus Christ when he returns like what's have we got a checklist on what that what he should be because I, I actually think that everyone's got like a, a different opinion <laughs> so when he turns up people are going to go ah you're not it because you don't have these check the checklist you don't meet, match the checklist and so I think we should make a checklist uh, and get everyone's approval <laughs> Before he turns up, because otherwise, no one's gonna. It'll be like everyone will be fighting about it. So I was gonna do a TikTok video <laughs> on that. Uh, it's like the universe tells me to do these things, and I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's my my ego, my old self. The f like fears coming up of like oh no yeah okay I do that and then look what what is that uh, yeah it just opens up cans of worms that but that's the fun bit of living right <laughs> throwing yourself out there in the deep end and uh, seeing what happens so yeah so I'm gonna I think that's a good question to ask I think. Uh, you st we need to ask that question. That's everyone's hanging on to that. So we let's let's sort it out beforehand. Let's work out what we're what the what the the twenty point checklist is. I like it. Twenty points, maybe yeah. You don't want to have more than twenty, so we got to get it down to twenty checkpoints. <laughs> yeah. That's good. See, I've said it now. It's out in the open now. I'm now I'm okay to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting, isn't it? It's gonna be super interesting. I love. That's why I love TikTok because it it just everyone's ideas are on there, and you manage to get a pretty good 
grasp of the both sides of any any truth any you know supposed truth so it's like you get lots of different viewpoints which i think helps sort of you're getting the point here and point here and it's point here and then it sort of helps you sort of get to the middle and work out what the actual truth is that's that's how i work it anyway like i i see myself as like a truth seeker it's like finding the truth in life it's like i'm a diviner finding truth in bullshit (laughs) and so i seem to know where the truth is my truth right so so then it's like well what do i do with all this do i i should share it i should start talking about it and here i am here i am ready to start speaking bo's truth and uh, it's a fascinating to to go into history and even just like religious texts. I love to read all the different styles of religion. One of my favorite is Kashmir Shaivism uh, from Kashmir. And like there was uh, like that. It they they talk duality so duality is there's two religious doctrines one is duality and one is non-duality and so duality means that there is like a heaven outside our world where the gods live or god lives uh, and then non-dual is that god is the world so I'm an ascriber to non-dual so you non-dual like Buddhism Hinduism they all believe that God is all there's no sort of separation between the gods Uh, there's no guy sitting on a throne yeah which is interesting. Like th- as I talk about it, I, I'm starting to question my beliefs, my old beliefs, because I'm always questioning and always wondering and being open to different ideas and knowing that almost everything you know may be incorrect. So then you've got to be very open, which that in a form is like dropping your ego dropping all your what you know to be open just to flow with life walk around with your eyes open and i love it a great example is to be like forrest gump like forrest gump he just but he was also he was uh mentally not complete but the one of his talents that he had was that he was flowing in life. He just went wherever, <laughs> like he got he, every opportunity he jumped at. He said yes, right? And he didn't fear. You see him go and rescue Corporal Dan. You know, he just he just did it without fear and worry, apart from Jenny. He was fi- he s- was sad over Jenny, but that's 
I think that's one of the hardest things is that pulls you out of those places is love <laughs> right when you're in that flow state everything's beautiful but then you have some issues with love you, you get pulled out because <laughs> that and so to overcome that that is the hardest that's the last step loving yourself so much that you uh, don't need love from anywhere else like love from anywhere else is a bonus and so when the love comes you receive it as gift but then when it leaves you also say goodbye gracefully while it's still in that flow but like that that is my weakness that's been my weakness it's not my weakness anymore I don't think and you know it's my most powerful like kryptonite I could say it's like love being in love and then losing that love that's that hurts and uh, yeah so that you can see how that pulls you out of your flow I see some like guys like a guy who's been staying with us it's he said he's just get he's just getting his flow back after like three years of being in separation from his partner like he's been working through a lot like he'd lost that just took took all his wind out of his sails mm. yeah so you can see that's what we have to achieve is the the love state for ourselves and then nothing can can get into that like nothing will nothing will uh, tear it down and you and I remember Osho saying you, you know you've got to guard that 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 state that beautiful state that you've found you've got to guard it and you can't allow anything to take it away because the more you're in that state that flow state the more you vibe higher and higher more opportunities come because you're looking up you've got your eyes open when you walk everywhere you see things and you're not sad and with your head down looking towards the ground not looking for any opportunities <laughs> anything that could come up you just miss walk straight past things like you've got to be in that high vibe state and that's what we have to find is that is keeping that place through love like good like amazing and then the opposite <laughs> which is the flow of love it seems <laughs> yeah so yeah love of course it's the most everyone says it's the most powerful force in the universe I think the whole universe is made by love it's like the attraction because the, the Hindus say Shiva and Shakti it's like yin and yang positive and negative and God separated himself herself into the Shiva and Shakti 
and those forces are trying to reclaim the love for each other like there's a yearning of that masculine and feminine energy coming together it's like a yearning it's just like an attraction right and then when you get in a really great relationship and there's so much love and attraction it's like nuclear <laughs> holding you together and then it's really hard to like pull apart because it's like there's this attraction energy holding you together like magnets and you gotta break it and that's <laughs> yeah Shiva and Shakti yin and yang plus minus magnetic fields work on that like every I think every energy does and we experience it also in the form of love and love is part of that and every atom has that love energy the whole universe is loving for each other all wanted to be complete so you see it in all the animals that there's love they have children like there's just this love that's happening everywhere and I, I believe that like Shiva and Shakti so Shakti they, like the Hindus say that all matter and all form like all energy and matter has a feminine element to it which you could say is the universe she is you know the universe she's the womb of creation that all is all energy and form has this feminineness to it but obviously there's inside us this there's multiple layers of this going on everywhere so then the, the Hindus say that the masculine is Shiva which is consciousness so you, you imagine consciousness is some force which is life it's like memory it's like watching <laughs> it's in everything consciousness is in everything and there's more consciousness uh, in some beings than others right there's way more beings above us and which we would call gods are just simply more conscious beings and what is conscious it's understanding it's it's wisdom it's uh knowing it's a ever presence of knowing and so the dance of these forces because consciousness and matter is also another attraction like in this universe so consciousness is uh, wanting to raise itself like 
the more conscious I become, the more wisdom, the more understanding I have of the universe, the more of an experience I have here. I, I bring cre creation. The more conscious of I am, the more I become able to create. Like if you just have uh, the feminine, which is the all energy and form, nothing will happen. Like it's dead. You've got to have this consciousness force, which comes in and makes something alive, and and then the creation happens. It's like you got a sand pit with no kids in it. It's just sands flat. You got to bring some consciousness in, and look what they do. They create amazing things and the higher you consciousness goes which is simply wisdom understanding and knowing like knowing the truth of the universe the more you know the more you feel the more information is available to you and like and i believe like the whole this whole like planet everyone on the planet all animals and all forms are on this quest for more wisdom. It's all the aim is to raise your consciousness. That's consciousness is an energy in some ways. And we need to get more and more. It's like just like a video game really. <laughs> like mana. You need more and more the more mana you get, the better you are as a wizard. And that's the that's the goal. Mm. I like this putting and out things into uh, wizards and the, that world, Lord of the Rings world. Seems very relevant to our world in some ways. I uh, can't wait. This is my excitement about life. Is like I. I almost get like realizations every day about new ideas and new thoughts. Every day I'm getting like downloads of cool stuff, and that's why I'm learning and reading and just it just sort of I learn and then I get downloads and then I learn more and get ideas and it's just like always my fingers are in every piece of the pie, and I feel like I'm not doing enough. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's all about wisdom, consciousness expansion. Because if you don't have the two, energy and form, energy, form, and like consciousness, nothing will happen. So you, it's that dance. There's another dance between matter and uh, knowing, or life. You could say matter and life mixing together all the time and so basically that means that we're we're creators we're here to create we bring consciousness through raising your consciousness and new ideas and new thought forms occur 
and then you can then we make those ideas realities but that's what we're here for we're not here to destroy things like we're not here to create wars we're here to make magic and dream magic like that's what we're here for and somehow it's been twisted to that it, we even think that it's not even possible anymore yeah that's why I call this podcast Fairy Kingdoms it's like we have to imagine the the fairies in their kingdoms that they had that's possible no, that's a reality and it doesn't matter what anyone tells you it's fucking possible because I, I saw it saw it with the most bare of n- like not even being set up in a community and saw this harmony that happened and the healing that happened and the, the, the love that was created saw it and the, such beautiful uh, just experiences each night was always different was always magic in some ways but you never know you never knew what the night was gonna be that was fun that's how life should be <coughs> so I know it's possible on a small scale or a large scale I know it is and it's so possible because it's our innate nature our hearts are pure and ultimately all we want to do is live together in harmony and abundance we want to be in abundance we want to have what we need to have and that's all possible but we just got to come up with a better system I believe hmm yeah it's all possible but you do have to change a whole heap of your thought patterns and that's why I think you've got to like we have to do a demonstration project because you have to show people that it can be done before they believe you for one and two it takes people time to get their head around things and so you do a yeah you just have to prove the con the working concept of course you have to do that so that's that's the first step but yeah, dreaming it, dreaming it in. Mm. What's little Miss Monique playing at the moment? DJ on the volume.
so much beautiful music out there so much and I love I love the where electronic music is going it's got so many different genres <laughs> it's pretty cool we're very creative people that us humans so talented like really talented I saw the this uh, TikTok video of a 12 year old who just wrote her own uh, whole performance like an orchestra and all she did it just like a she's a Beethoven just 12 years old like we as humans can create so much there's such talented people in different art forms all over they're just waiting to create a space where you you employ those people like they they build amazing spaces that they build amazing places and spaces and they inter interact with nature in the way all the buildings we had one uh, Chris because I'm not going to take the credit for it he said he suggested that we build cities of the future uh, underground so instead of the footprint of the suburb you just have it underground just turn it upside down so then you've got parklands on top and now the technology of bringing light into buildings could be really could be amazing and then you've got your garden your veggie garden straight on the roof and it just then it changes the whole design of the the village or the town or the city the whole structure the whole need for stuff on top just suddenly changes it to beautiful parklands like you you could live with nature you could build in like a national park in right in the forest you just build down I never thought about it before but like what's you must have amazing technology for uh, for lighting now like you'd have big fiber optic like big ass cable fiber optic like that and then you have the strands and you just use the fiber optic for light to bring the light into the rooms and you could get it to the point you know like you could grow underground and then you're in the one of the most beautiful places in on earth next to a waterfall or something you know <laughs> why not that would be good just it'd have to be like an apartment block I guess you just do you just dig out I guess no nah, you'd have probably lots of tunnels who knows that's up to the designers like there'd be a, an optimum way to build underground I just saw a video of Elon talking about how he wanted to build tunnels and he said come on let's build tunnels and five years later no one had built any tunnels and he's like well I'll build the tunnel then and so he started his the boring the boring machine the boring company <laughs> I love it he's just a kid having fun which is how it should be 
you can do business and still do it well and look after your people and uh, have fun and do things for the betterment of people humans and nature like everything there's no reason why we have to be uh, taking all the time like I like I understand like we've been very lucky having oil like if we didn't have the oil available to us like we would have not got to where we're at free free transport but the thing is is we haven't taken into account that this is like a uh, infinite or a finite uh, commodity it has to maybe it maybe it is never ending that's there's a question that I I question to myself I say well they can't be infinite but maybe it's where is the oil coming from it was always known as uh, like when they look for oil using the seismic they look for riverbeds like they can see these where there's sand and they look for like big river deltas and the idea is that <coughs> all the over millions of years all that sea life and the, the plants and everything all got squashed down together and so there's all this carbon in trapped in the rock that's on top and then over time it sinks down more millions and millions of years to about you know from 500 meters to 5,000 meters deep and what forms for it to work there has to be bedrock on top of where all this carbon is this matter so then that bedrock as as the earth compresses more and more it squeezes these tiny carbons together and then they slowly work their way through the rock but gets trapped at this layer of uh, it's impervious a bedrock and so that traps the oil inside underneath because it naturally wants to rise to the surface I guess where there's less pressure Mm. So, but maybe that oil's coming from inside the earth. I don't know. I don't know. But I would assume, based on my understanding, it's going to run out. And it, I worked in the industry for 18 years, and I know that it was getting more and more difficult to get the same amount of quantities and the big, the same fields. There are less and less of them. So that would indicate to me that it's getting harder to find, which means it's becoming, it is finite. <coughs> and uh, we should plan to conserve it in a way that, uh, which would then put us more towards uh, other energy sources. Like, let's not waste it. And while we're not wasting it we're still developing all these alternatives and then we'll be because the petroleum products are helpful 
like we get a lot of other products from petroleum like rather than just burning it we get a lot more benefits by using it for other to make other products like it's sort of for transportation it's really a, a waste to be wasting oil on transportation especially now we have all these amazing electric technologies uh, so yeah I'm sure I know where the world's going that way already especially thanks to Elon my fan I'm his fanboy uh, yeah thanks to Tesla releasing his patents and just opening up the electric car market giving them something to compete against when I heard him say that I was like well no one was doing anything it's like I had to do something to get the car manufacturers to start thinking electric and so what did he do create the Tesla which is like marvelous engineer so such well engineered and that sort of got us on the road to electric vehicles so yeah oil plays a role and it's it's a temporary role but we could do have better policies there's no doubt I'm sure electric cars in the 70s well that I even saw electric vehicles at the World Fair in the 18, my 18s the start of the 19th century they were messing with electric like all the trams in San Francisco is it? Like, like Sydney used to have trams all through it uh, Melbourne still has their trams but I think a lot of cities all over the world had train tracks down the roads with trams that were electric so it's a perfect way to move people around the cities and there's a story that you know there was some influence towards buses from the petroleum industry that was like yeah let's get these guys on hooked on gas and they pulled all pulled it all out of the cities and there was just some cities that were smart enough like you go to Melbourne they've still got the trams and they're great really good system uh, yeah so there's definitely been a an effort to not get on to renewables as quick as it's it should have probably happened quicker if we had have had that priority like we need to be researching technologies that help us uh, convene convey convene to communing with the earth we need to, to commune with the earth so we have to be researching those technologies that help us commune and, and have zero impact on her. But we're actually adding value for whatever we need to do. Maybe we just get to explore her beauty. Maybe that's why we're here. Just to live an amazing life and explore this amazing world. Hmm. Miss Monique in the house.
Yeah, so what are we on? We're sitting on about 54 minutes. Uh, I wanted to talk about like the like what's going on in the UK with kings and queens and really fascinating. I've never really been interested in it at all. But when I started following it, like my genealogy and looking into history and following my because my my mum's and dad's side are from England and that's really all I ever knew and uh, so I started looking into that and that was cool because I never really thought much about my heritage just thought oh yeah I'm just English and even to the point where I never really thought being English was very special yeah just never really thought England as being a great place like I did and <laughs> cold and miserable and oh, I can understand why everyone wanted to leave that's that's pretty much what I had an idea of England but then I started getting into history and I'm like holy moly like how much has happened in English history in the last 2000 years wow like so much changes like because they had many kingdoms uh yeah they had a heap of different kingdoms they had lots of different kings they had people invading <laughs> it was just like on the romans turned up they were around for about 450 years caused havoc and then left like there's so much uh, history and then the kings after four I guess there was a big power vac vacuum when the the Romans left which then there was heaps of uh, kingdoms rising and falling but then uh, so that's in England but then you've still got Scotland all these different tribes and uh, kingdoms you got the Picts and then you got the like the Irish then you got the Welsh. The Welsh had their own couple of kingdoms. It's like, wow, there's so much history there, which I know nothing about. So yeah, I started getting into that, and and that's really interesting because if you start understanding the the, the history of of England, it's fairly important because like I'm Australian, we come from a Commonwealth, I'm a, a Commonwealth country member, so. The Queen is our head of state. <coughs> and so that means the King's going to be our head of state. And, it's like, and having all this historical understandings of how civilizations were in the past, and they all have a king, but the king was chosen based on being the rightful king. He was... He was uh, he was chosen based on being the uh, the divine, divinely chosen king. And it's like, well, what does that mean? And I know that what that means now. It means that you have people, a king who is like Jesus, right? Who is a good-hearted. That's what they meant. That's what they meant. Because if the people are going to elect anyone... If you're going to give someone power, you want to make sure they're, they're good. 
they've got you your interest the people's interests in mind so you know like this is i think the the way it worked right if if the king was bad the ruler was bad he would get booted out there was some sort of system and the good ones would be called great and they would make great changes mm. Mm. yeah so <laughs> some more miss money So kings of the England, like there's so much history, and I highly recommend getting into it. And you've got to be open-minded because I feel there's a lot of half truths out there. Like it's hard to actually know what what the truth is. Like there's even to the point where you you don't even have portraits of past kings because the kings that later who didn't like that king. Maybe it wasn't of their lineage. They'd, they'd just get rid of them. So even the portraits of the kings, we don't really know what the kings look like. Like there's so much information being burnt. So much. Yeah. And then you get historical accounts that are based on the Roman Catholic uh, viewpoint might not be towards like what the the pagan or the tribal viewpoint was the Celts viewpoint was different to the Roman viewpoint you know the the victor would have he would have final say as to what the history was so th you with history you have to go in there with such a broad understanding a very open mind and I don't know. I think for a long, long time you're sort of blind because you you got to get the big, the whole picture, which takes time. Sort of like when I started watching Game of Thrones, it took a few episodes to get into it to understand what actually has been going on over the last three thousand years since the dawn of time, basically. Like. That whole story is super amazing, from the time dawn of time, and I don't even think we know half of it because I have a very big. Like I know that we were more advanced in the past, consciously more advanced. Like I I I know there was the the golden age, where there were like enlightened beings channeling God so they would they were God's children all getting around in the same place and 
the whole world or the whole city or the was based around bringing everyone up to that place because you can't you've got to to reach that spiritual place that everyone talks about that joyful enlightened state you have to you have to go through a journey and s- but you can make that journey easier you can guide people and you can have teachers and you have programs and you have like that's what they call the mystery school but you want to have as many of those people as possible enlightened people having in a in a village of 1200 and you've got 100 in well let's aim high 100 enlightened people teaching their ways to the other 1100 and it's not a cult it's simply a worshipping and connecting with consciousness because when you raise your consciousness you connect with God like just do that and God will find you all you have to do is meditate and read and learn all the different ideas eventually it'll like drop in and you'll understand more and more and then you will be able to walk around this world with like a smile on your face and you can share that smile with uh, others yeah that is the challenge this is the one thing that no one ever talked to me about is you know like I'm I've been attaining uh, enlightenment I'm looking for enlightenment this has been my goal for yeah it's to be my highest self to, to be as wise as possible to know the truths of the universe if I ever can learn them like I just want to keep striving to, to know more about my body to more about to know about the world all the different it just there's so much to learn and know um. oh yeah!